Welcome to the Double Eye Show Fantasy Island Fantasy Football Edition. This is our Sunday Reactionary Under the Influence Edition. Tonight with me is R.W. King and I'm Sweet T. We're going to go over a lot of stuff that happened this Sunday. A lot of crazy shit that happened. Hey, King, you want to tell everybody what the hell you got going on and what this show is going to be all about? Yeah, no doubt, T. It's Sunday night. All the games just ended. We just finished the night game. So what we're going to do is we're going to be throwing out a reactionary show for you. Let you know right now who really did well today. Obviously, we don't integrate that too much in our regular show. So a lot of people have been hitting us up for some kind of reaction back on the, you know, the guys who did well the week before. So we're going to go ahead and do that immediately right after all the Sunday night games. It doesn't include Monday nighters. So you still got New Orleans and Baltimore tomorrow. That isn't included in it. We got a lot on tap tonight, and we're just going to get to it right now. Mo's not going to be with us tonight in the first show. He's out of state right now, but our first show is just going to be me and T. And what we're each going to do right now is pick out our biggest stud of the day. So right now, T's going to go ahead and talk about his biggest stud of the day. Who is your stud of the day, T? Oh, well, you know me. I'm a Chicago homer, so it's got to be Justin Fields for me. This kid, not only did he take a huge step like we thought he would be doing But let's just face it, he just broke an NFL record. He just broke Michael Vick's record for the most rushing yards in a single game by a quarterback. This kid was unstoppable today. Yes, I know. They lost by three points. I'm not even going to get into the controversy of the refs not making that call on the pass interference at the end. But let's just talk about the performance that Justin Fields put together. He had 123 yards passing, three touchdowns. One to Mooney, one to commit, or two to commit, excuse me. And then rushing 178 yards on the ground and another touchdown. Kid had four touchdowns on the day. It's just, this kid is special. You know, King, you and I both are Chicago Bears fans. We've been saying this for a lot of years now that, you know, the Chicago Bears stink, Chicago Bears stink. We'd never have a quarterback. And then all of a sudden we draft this kid And we both said this kid is special and we never had anything to back that up until the past few weeks. And then today, today just kind of blew it out of the water today. I I couldn't believe it. I was telling, you know, Bombo today because I know he's out of state, but we were, you know, kind of chatting back and forth during the game. And I said, I'm almost in a weird space because I, this is uncharted territory for me being a bears fan, never have a quarterback that I can kind of rally behind and be proud of and kind of just, I don't know, just kind of talk up. And all of a sudden this kid's having a crazy day. And I'm like, this is weird for me to be able to be praising my Chicago bears quarterback. So I got to love what this kid's doing. I love what this staff is doing. This is awesome shit for me. No, I, and you're right. A hundred percent. And I think Justin Fields was probably the performer of the day. You know, here's the thing I don't get T now they're throwing the stat around, right? It was the greatest single game performance but it's not the most rushing yards ever by a quarterback. He missed that by, I think eight yards, three yards, no, three, three Three yards. yards. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick had 181 in the playoffs. Why don't they count that just because it's a playoff game? Yes. That's a playoff game. This is a single season. Whatever it was, man, it was a hell of a day. And, and just to throw a little sauce on your stats there, T it was a 60 yard touchdown. It wasn't like a two yard touchdown. This fucker. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It was it was a long touchdown. This guy's just got wheels. He makes shit happen. And if it wasn't for a block punt return for a touchdown, the Bears probably would have won the game. Absolutely. You and know? a lot of people started and, picking and them right before the step. game. 
You know, and it, like we said, you know, the, the team looked like it was fire sailing a little bit, but you could see the maturation of Justin Fields and you could see him progressing every week. And they're like giving him a little bit more to take on every week. So hopefully by the end of the season, you know, maybe his weapons, you know, they mature a little bit. And Darnell Mooney caught a nice dime today. He was a little bit more involved because Chase Claypool was acting as the one. So it frees him up a little bit. Absolutely. You know, we, we kind of figured that was going to happen. You know, and and still, you just got to contend with an offense that's just ridiculous on the other side. They gave up their pass rushers, so obviously Miami on the other side, Tua went off again, another 300-yard game, three touchdowns. You know, Jeff Wilson came in. I think he was your waiver wire of the week, T. He was. You know what I mean? So he, if he was. was on the waiver wire and you picked him up, he was the running back in that backfield. He 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 up planted fucking Mostert because I watched most of the game, and he got a tutty at the end, a little passing tutty. He did. So he's he's in, integrated in the offense and Tyree kills Tyree kill, you know, but man, again, well, you know, what little, they little note Justin to Bombo, Fields? little note to Bombo, because Bombo did call out Justin Fields as being, you know, that waiver wire pickup. Absolutely. And, and I went head to head in a, in a different in one of my fantasy leagues against Bombo today. And I got crushed because of Fields because he has Fields and it crushed me. Well, actually, I had fields in DFS in two of my DFSs today. Oh, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I did really well in DFS today. <laughs> yeah, you did. I've been Fuck crushing you, in DFS the last couple of weeks, dude. I've been killing it. Well, the, today was a $2 entry, and I got 16 bucks back, which is decent. Oh, that's you know, decent. In a, in a, that's In a that's shitty hard. week like this week, I scored 140-some points. You know yeah, what I mean? That's that, not that's easy. good for DFS. That's not easy at well, all. That's good. It's good for this week, especially because this was by Mageddon, dude. There was yes, six it teams is. on a buy. There was only two afternoon games. So, you know, there was just no options, you know, but I'm going to talk about my stud of the day and it's got to be Joey Mixon, man. Mm. You know, Cincinnati finally figured out, hey guys, let's just run the damn ball. You know, finally guys are stopping us and they're, they're not letting us throw the ball like we want to. Fucking Jamar Chase blew out his fucking hip. So let's run the ball. And Joe Mixon ran the shit out of the ball, dude. 22 times for 153 yards, four touchdowns on the ground. He also had four receptions for 58 yards and a touchdown, five total touchdowns today. No one else had to do anything. It was a Joe Mixon show. It was. And the reality was is he just was the best player on the field. Nobody else even touched him today. And hats off to Joe Mixon, man. He tore it up. And I, I think going forward, you know, you just got to be careful with games like this. And this, these are the games that skew the season like we talked about, T. Right? This guy's going to end up with 12 touchdowns or 14 touchdowns, and he got five in one day. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, yeah. it's one and of against those Carolina. things you got to be careful, too. But, but Carolina's defense has been all right. Yeah. I mean, the reality is they just... It's They're Carolina. not underperforming. They've been overperforming the last couple of weeks. And today, really, P.J. Walker showed what he was. He's not ready for the NFL. He's right. a backup guy. And, I mean, P.J. Walker shit to bed hard today. You know, he went three for ten for nine yards and two interceptions before he got benched. And Baker came in in a half and threw like a buck 40 for a couple touchdowns. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens going forward. But... I think P.J. Walker's about done. They gave him as much rope as they could. But let's throw out a couple other names of guys who performed today, T, and we'll talk about a couple of them, you know, and 
running backward wise. I, I want to talk about your boy Travis Etienne. Looked really good. A little bit of a slow start, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. came on at the end, but toted it 28 times, 109 with two tutties. Two catches for 17. So he had a big day to me, and I think one of the biggest days, you know, this week. You know, also with Walker the third again. 26 carries, 109, two tutties. But the thing that's making this guy impressive to me, T, is that he's closing the games for them. Yeah. You know, when at the end of the yeah. game, when the other team knows they're going to run, he runs and he either gets first downs or he gets that touchdown to seal the game. He did it the last two weeks. And yes, this guy absolutely. is just a machine. So, you know, the other guy, I think with the other top guy to me was Damian Pierce, who played on Thursday night against the Eagles defense. And they ran right at the Eagles and smashed them right in the mouth. And they got one of the better run defenses in the league. And that kid ran for 20 for a buck 39. He didn't get any TDs. And I think that's going to be the knock on Damian Pierce. I think that they want to save him for the rundowns. They're going to give him 20 to 25 carries a game. He might get two to four catches or targets a game, depending if he gets the catches. It's a touchdowns. that's going to be hard on that team because they just don't score. But out of those guys, man, who do you want to talk about to you? Who was your guy? Who do you think out of those guys you really liked? Well, I really love yeah, I really what like Etienne did today. Yeah, I really love what Etienne did today. My only concern about him, and it's been my my biggest knock on him all season, is you know just dropping that rock. And he fumbled again today. And we just got to get this kid to just hold on to the ball. When he's in the game, he's very special. Yeah, we saw it today. Now, before today, the touchdowns were kind of sporadic for him this year. Kind of like what you were saying about Pierce. But today, two touchdowns. He's averaging like one a game now. Now that he's taking over that backfield, he's he's just he's different. And I, I think you were telling me this before the the start of the season. You're like, you got to watch this kid. He's going to be something. He's special. You know, last year should have been his his year, but you know he got hurt. So we're really seeing him just emerge. And I just really want him to hold on to that ball, but. I love this is two back-to-back monster games by him. So I, I I really like Etienne and I really liked today what he did, you know, not to take anything away from Kenneth Walker. Cause I'm huge on him. I'm, I'm big on Kenneth Walker. I love me that Walker. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, both of those guys are studs and really, and I wanted to say like, you know, all three of those rookies, cause really Etienne's a rookie. He didn't play True. last year. So uh, yeah. all three of those rookies are extremely impressive. And for what they're doing, fuck, they're amazing. You know what I mean? But let's talk about receivers a little bit. Because there really wasn't any other quarterbacks that stood out. Everybody really stood around that 250 to 260. <clears throat> Sorry, other this than, is the Under the Influence show. Well, Mahomes fucking went off other tonight. Other Mahomes, 446. But he threw the fucking ball 65 times, dog, or something <laughs> yeah, like that, dude. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, like that. they're yeah. not running the ball. And he went into overtime. You know, he had 380 going into overtime, and he got 40 on the last play on a junk play from Hardman, where they just, instead of throwing a Hail Mary, they tried to do some screen shit, and he got tackled 40 yards downfield at the end of the game. So it padded his stats a bit, but... I mean, the most of these guys this week were just like 240, a tutty, a couple tutties. You know what I mean? There was really no huge games from these guys, you know? And I think the only other guy that stood out was Tua, you know, but he's got the machines going, dude. And that's so crazy, those two receivers. And I want to talk about them a little bit right now as Tyreek Hill and 
still even Jalen Waddle. Today, Jalen Waddle, he only had 80-some yards receiving, but he had a tutty. You know, Tyreek Hill caught a, a tutty today for the first time since week two. But that guy still had like 130-some yards, you know, 143 yards or something today. Seven catches, 143 and a touchdown. This guy is just my machine. He Holy is. Holy smokes, man. Absolutely. I mean, every targets. week. I mean, it's like we talked about, T, right? I could have both those guys on my team every week, and they're scoring big every week. That's yeah. crazy. How, how does a, a quarterback support that? You know what I mean? So. I don't. And, you know, now here's the thing, though. When you look at, at a guy like Tua and you look at hit that receiving core, to your point there, King, Tua underthrows the ball on every fucking throw. His 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 deep passes are highly underthrown, but because he's got a guy like Hill that's just so good, it doesn't matter. Hill just gets that well, ball. You know, saying that today he had a wide open Jalen Waddle that he underthrew him, and the DB caught up to him for about a 30, 40 yard reception at least, if not a touchdown, if he would have let him because he had so much space. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I get it. You know, but the other part is, and that's what everyone else isn't getting. Tua's release is so fast when these guys come off the line and hit that slant, they get that 10 yard reception that probably no other quarterback can throw to them because it's just so fast and it gets there so quick. The other guys can't get on them. Right. So it's a give and take. It you is. know what I mean? And I get it. You know what I mean? So but and I mean, those, the other those two guys, I was just saying, Hey, real quick. Those two guys are some of the best at yards after the catch. Oh, so yeah. and to your just, point, they're so fast and, Somebody yeah. today, and I forget who on a podcast or something this afternoon I was listening or TV show or something, made a comment, and it sort of was right. They they reminded them a little bit of the Rams team, that greatest show on turf. They were just oh. faster than everybody. They were. You know what I mean? And it was just like at every position, they were just faster than everybody. So, and Jeff Wilson and Mostert, those guys are speed guys. You know, even though they blow themselves out and they get flat tires all the time, they are speed guys. But I think the reality is that you know, Tyreek Hill had a big day. Devontae Adams, huge day. 10 catches, huge. 146, two touchdowns. But they lost again, man. Raiders are just a shambles. Jacksonville ended up beating them. Mediocre, decent days for Christian Kirk, for for Trevor Lawrence. You know, Trevor Lawrence, again, only one touchdown, but it's really not what they were doing. Etienne with the two touchdowns there. So, I mean, the team's winning. I think he's learning how to win. You know, trade deadline hit. They got Calvin Ridley, so I think next year is going to be a bigger step for him. But, you know, I think Devontae Adams had a chance to really do some things at the end of the game, and he didn't really step up for me. And probably could have had more than 200 yards. Probably. I mean, I mean they had 17 targets. He didn't fight for that were at least 20-yard chunks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he only caught 10 for 17 targets. So well, I, it's I almost was like the team does before the game. And he said, what's the key to win in this game for the Raiders? He's all 2020 vision. He's saying that they have to have 20 targets to Devontae Adams. And I was like, 20 they, targets. This dude's fucking they insane. Were, they were almost there. Like 11 in the first half. That means yeah. he only had six in the second half. They really changed their offense up from half to half. And I think that's their problem because they're a they, tale of two halves every, every game. Yeah, they make some weird adjustments in the second half, and it's almost as if they don't have an identity right now. I just don't know they what don't, the Raiders. They are. don't know what they, they are. Yeah, I agree, man. I think that's the best way to put it, T. Yeah, 
but I mean, hats off to, to Devonte Adams for just, I mean, having such a big game, you know, and that's the kind of yeah. game that, you know, that like we've I been said, wanting I think he and we've been waiting would rather taking the win than had the big game, but oh, Jacksonville, hats off to you for sticking into it. Justin Jefferson had a big day and you know what, man, I just got to say this dude, Washington's D is no joke. Their pass rush, their run defense their Those guys up front are fucking ridiculous. They're legit. And they beat you up the whole game. Kirk Cousins had to go out a couple times. They yep. just beat the shit out of him. So Justin Jefferson, that was a great game from him. Seven catches, a buck 15, and a tutty. He had one run where he got a crucial first down. I think almost a seal of the game, so it was good for him. And I think the last guy we'll just mention as far as stud <laughs> receivers, man, is... Uh, what are you laughing at, asshole? Because it Cooper better be Cub, who I dog. think it is. Yes. It's Cooper Cup, dog. Okay. Wait, <laughs> but why 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 am I laughing about Cooper Cup? Because he was my my sit of the week, dog. Yes. Because he was. I fucking yeah, I took it in the ass right now. I'm just saying this, but I'm gonna break down the number to you, bro. Okay, homeboy got eight catches for 127 yards and a touchdown. His touchdown was 69 yards. Yep. Okay. You with me? I'm with you. He had one other catch for 34 yards. Mm-hmm. Those two catches are 103 yards. That means besides those, he had six catches for 24 yards. Yep. Even if he doesn't get that tutty catch, I'm golden on my sit, Doug. I was one catch away. <laughs> just saying. But... I, it's pathetic. It's pathetic what the Rams and the Bucks do because they played each other today and the Rams gave the game away at the end to Tommy Touchdown, let him be a hero again and get all excited. Yep. And mm-hmm. He threw the ball 60 fucking times today as well and he didn't even get 300 yards. You know what I mean? So they're just, their offenses are pathetic and really not much to talk about. Their receivers aren't doing good other than Cooper Cup on either side. No running backs to speak of in either of those offenses, so it's just a little bit of a crapshoot over there. But out of those receivers, to you, who do you want to talk about? Devontae, Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, or Cooper Cup? You know, I think it kind of one guy that we haven't really talked a lot about is Justin Jefferson because we kind of went into Devontae and Tyreek already. Just finished up Cooper Cup. I really love me some Justin Jefferson. I mean, this guy's top three in the league, obviously. And he just keeps stacking these hundred yard games every single game. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome the way he puts it together. It's not like what you just said about mixing when, you know, at the end of the year, when you look at how skewed the numbers are going to be, no, Justin Jefferson puts some, some games together and he's pretty consistent with it. Now there's going to be those weeks that, and I think we've said this before is where he just gets blanked. For, I don't know if it's the matchup or if it's Kirk Cousins just having a bad game or whatever, for whatever the reason is, he'll have those those games every now and then, but they're few and far between. And if you got a guy like Justin Jefferson on your roster, fuck, you got to love it as a fantasy owner because it's pretty consistent with points. That's steady points for you right there. I know I have him in two of my leagues and I love it. The only time I worry about it is when he's on a bye week and he's already had his bye. So you know, he's healthy. He doesn't get hurt, you know, knock on wood right here, no, knock on wood. But I love me some Jeff and Justin Jefferson. I love what he did today. You know, the touchdowns are the only thing 
I, I got to say that is few and far between for him. He doesn't get a lot of touchdowns because usually when they're in the red zone, they're going after looking at for Thielen. And now that they got Hawkinson as a target, I think that's going to be the guy that they're going to look for too. Yeah. Jefferson stacking those hundred yard games all the time. No, you're right. And I think to me, I think the, you know, watching the last few games and obviously he started out smoking hot, you know what I mean? But even in those games when he just, to me, could have went for 200 yards so easy and just got shut down. I think his obstacle and what's going to his hindrance and what his restriction is, is Kirk Cousins. I really do. I think he can only do so much with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think his Kirk Cousins is what he is, you know, so. I mean, I hats off to the new coach, but it's even like I told you too. I think the bigger year for him is going to be next year because I think he'll have a year under his belt in this offense. He'll get it a lot better. So will Kirk Cousins. They'll feed off each other a little bit more, and hopefully the other guys will mature a little bit. They got to do something on the other side of him, though, dude, because Thielen is just, he's a, oh, my God. He gets hurt like four or five times in a game. You know, he's just so pathetic right now. So he gets you know, somebody get, breathes on him. So, I mean, and you look at how they utilized Hawkinson. You know, obviously that was another big trade at the deadline. Hawkinson went over to the Vikings and fuck, man, homeboy balled out nine out of nine targets, nine targets, nine receptions for 70 yards. You know, he was a, an integral part of the offense. So if they're going to use him like that, this guy's his fantasy production is going to be up there, bro. And that's I mean, his first game they, with them. Not even First knowing the playbook. Well, okay. What they were saying was, I guess the thing that sort of helped him this week was he had already played Washington this year. So he didn't have to focus at all on their defense. He could just learn the offense this week. So it helped him a lot. And basically every play that they had him in was basically, a, and ran was a play that he knew. He only knew of so many plays, but you know, I mean, whatever it was, his talent was there. And if they utilize him like that and he's catching the ball like that, I mean, I'm just saying both those tight ends that got drafted out of Iowa today did really well. Noah Fan had 97 yards receiving as well for Seattle. You know, it was basically the him, Kenneth Walker, and a little bit of sprinkling of, of Tyler Lockett over there. But, I mean, yeah, it's. I think Justin Jefferson needs help. And he needs help at the quarterback position, you know, maybe not completely, but I think he's limited there and has a ceiling. But I think also on the other side of him, because I think Thielen's done. Oh, you know, yeah. Get somebody else going. Yeah, get a rook, uh, you know, in the draft or somebody to try to take some of that if pressure can. off. If not, dude, free if agency's there. Get a solid number two guy, man. True. You know what I mean? You can get a good number three who should be a number two, but there's just studs there. You know what I mean? You can. So, I I mean, at this point, man, you know, we talked about all these guys that did well, T, but this section is called GFY, bro. Go fuck yourself. Because, you know, we're tired of these dudes. You know, there's a lot of them out there, and we'll say it, man. You know, there were some guys that would match ups today, and that's the thing, T, right? It's sometimes these matchups are supposed to carry us. And, you know, we're hurting a little bit because of a buy, so we're playing some bench players but some of our studs who've been studs have great matchups and they just shit the bed today. You know, and I'm just saying, Ramondre Stevenson, 15 carries, 60 yards, three catches for 10. Yeah, you got a tutty to salvage the day, but come on, bro. 
You play the fucking shitty ass indie team that everyone's just beating up, but you couldn't do anything else. I mean, Josh Jacobs really 17 carries for 67 when you're supposed to carry the shit out of the ball. His first five carries were like for a negative three yards. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. You know, the other one too is James Conner. Oh, he's ready. He's going to come back. They give him the ball only seven times. He gets 45 yards, but give him the damn ball. You know, what about Justin Herbert, dude? 43 times he threw the ball for 245 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Yeah, I know all his guys are hurt, but come on, bro. Tom Brady, 58 times, 280 yards and a touchdown? Get the fuck out. But the big go fuck yourself today, T, goes to the Green Bay Packers offense. Because you know what? Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Aaron Rodgers, go fuck yourself. You played the shittiest ranked defense in the league. And you fucking <laughs> shit the bed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, T. But go fuck yourself, those dudes. Those dudes aren't playing on any of my teams the rest of the year. I'm just saying, after you did that today. Because w- what could you trust them for, man? Really, right. T, you I mean, have Dylan. You have I, Dylan. I, I know lot, that. Man. I liked him this I year. I know. I know. You know but, we were all high on him. It's just a shit offense. It's just a shit quarterback. It's just a shit everything, dude. So, I mean, unless you want to argue that, dude, that's the big go fuck yourself today is the Green Bay Packers. And I love it being the inaugural go fuck yourself being a Green Bay Packers offense. They can just go fuck themselves, T. What do you think about that? No, I love it. You know, being a Chicago Bears fan, absolutely, I'm there with you. However, I will say this one caveat. For Jones and Dylan, well, Jones got hurt with his ankle, left the game early. But for both of those guys and that offense right now, outside of, you know, that piece of shit Rodgers, Think about this because you have such a toxic attitude from Rogers, who's supposed to be the leader on your team. That's what's driving this whole thing. That's what's making this season so shitty for them. You know, it's these guys feed off of how their leader is and their leader is toxic right now. This guy is just fucking bad attitude. You see him on the sidelines. You see him before the games. He just has this surly look. He's just fucked up in the head right now. And then where he goes, the team goes. And so with that kind of attitude, there's no wonder why they're doing and performing the way they are. And there was a play when he threw one of his interceptions or he got batted on the goal line on fourth down or something. And he's walking out the sidelines and he just screams like a little kid. Like, Wah! and he's just fucking like, they're just showing him, you know, like, like flexing his arms really tight and just screaming. You know what I mean? It's just like, yep, that's what you get, dog. Mm-hmm. That extra money really is worth all that right now, huh? You exactly. could have had Devontae Adams still. And you didn't say, hey, take care of my boy and I'll take what's left. You know what I mean? He underthrew what would have been a touchdown, completely underthrew a a receiver. He threw one off a homeboy's head, bro. Yeah, dude. He joined it off his fucking bunker. Dude, you can't even put it on the receivers at this point. You can't. Dude, he donked it off a homeboy's head. That's all I got to say. And he was throwing it to a tackle on a tackle eligible. Huh? Huh? Really? Fucking Green Bay sucks. Go fuck yourself, Green Bay. So the next one we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about T is we're gonna help our listeners a little bit, and this is gonna be our last bit of the night, and we're gonna close it up. We're just doing our reaction show again, like we said, under the influence. 
because I am under the influence and smoking the El Bluntito. Shout out to El Bluntito for your donation. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about go uh, the better watch your ass. Because you know what, man? What we're starting to see, T, is we're starting to see defenses flex up. And when teams play these defenses, you know, a couple games you can say, okay, they get lucky and really shut everyone down. But there's some defenses out there you got to be careful of. You know, a couple of them today, the New England D, they just shut down Indy, but they didn't have much there. The Jets D against Buffalo. Buffalo's a little Shocking. bit in the ringer right now, man. They got some defenses coming up. You know, this week they play Minnesota. And Minnesota's D was flexing up against Washington today. No running game allowed. I mean, not like Buffalo as a running game, but Buffalo ain't getting no breathers, man. So you got to watch your ass a little bit with these defense. I think the biggest game coming up this week for me is the Chargers. The Chargers, you better watch your ass against San Francisco's D. San Francisco's D is a fucking monster all the way around. Justin Herbert got lucky today against a shitty Atlanta team who's playing over their head. And fucking they won. Did you see that crazy-ass last play, T, where Eckler fumbled? Then the guy from Atlanta picked it up with, like, 20 seconds to go in the game. It's tied. He's, on, like, going in on the 20. Eckler fumbles. The guy picks it up, runs to about midfield. Then he fumbles trying to switch hands. And then the Chargers recover. Fucking Justin Herbert throws a fucking dime for like 25 yards and they kick a field goal to win as the time expires. Oh my gosh. Now he's got to play San Francisco out after a bye. Oh, good luck. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Just watch your ass, bro. I, I just got to say that, man. I just I sit everybody from fucking the Chargers next week, including Eckler. Because I think even this week, he didn't have that great a game. You know, 50-50, if he was lucky, he got a couple touchdowns, but he fumbled twice in big spots. He did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's getting tired. It's just, it's human nature, man. So just be careful he, and watch your ass. Yeah. LA Chargers next week, watch your ass. You know what, King? I will say one other thing, though. You did call out the Washington's D. Washington D is for real. They're legit. We've been saying this for a couple weeks now. Just you and I talking just offline. We're just talking about this shit. So I really like what Washington's doing. And they're playing kind of tough balls. They're in games because of that D and because Heineke. So I really like what they're doing right now. Well, they, they don't have to blitz, bro. Their defensive line is ridiculous. Their front four just gets that penetration no matter what. And that's why I have them there. You can't run the ball against them, and it's really tough on the passing game, the deep passing game, because those guys get home. And that's what I'm saying. You got to watch what you're doing. And they're playing the Eagles coming up next week on Monday night. So I think the Eagles are going to have a little bit of a tough game, too. I think you so, know, it's, too. It's a divisional game, you know. So Eagles, watch mm -hmm. your ass, too. T's calling it out on you. And yep. he's telling you, you, Eagles, watch your ass. So Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Goddard, better watch your ass. Because fucking Washington's pass rush is coming to eat your ass. That's what my boy's saying hey. over there. All right, King, real quick. Who's the number one running offense in the NFL right now? Are you asking me my opinion or by stats? No. Stats. Who's the number one running oh, it's offense? It's got to be Chicago. It is Chicago. Well, yeah, and especially if Justin, Jeff, if Justin Fields had the 180 yards rushing today. Correct. But even before to going into today, they still were. Now, with that said, though, they struggled against Washington's D. They could not run the ball at all. 
So I'm just saying, man, these, well, the these reality guys, is everybody. didn't even run the fucking ball today except for Justin Fields. Montgomery That's right. Couldn't run Herbert, the ball and Herbert really couldn't Montgomery run the ball. Montgomery couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't. You know so they I mean? had they a tough day today. So, yeah, I mean, they're getting a little bit more predictable. And I think that's why they have to open it up a little bit more because teams are just piling up the guys in the box. Right. And if Justin Fields can break that box a little bit, he's gone. You know, with all of his 69-yard touchdown, you know, or whatever it was, 60-yard touchdown. But, yeah, but Washington, I mean, they're they're legit. So, yeah, exactly. Eagles, watch your ass. You better watch your ass, Eagles. I'm just saying. So, all right, man, that's going to wrap us up to you. We just wanted to do a quick hit recap show Sunday nights. You know, we'll be coming at you every once in a while, maybe not every Sunday night, but hopefully every night. And maybe we can get a uh, Bombo involved a little bit. He'll be here next week, hopefully, and he'll chime in too. And hopefully he'll be under the influence. So for Sweet Tea, I'm R.W. King under the influence on the Fantasy Island Reaction Sunday night show. We are out.